Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Welcome, FBL players. This is hey. Not-So-Fantasy Football. I am Rob, and this is... Yanis. How is everything, Rob? Not too bad, Yanis. How are you? <laughs> I am fine. I'm fine. I'm trying to keep uh, up with all the updates that we have. Events are happening. <laughs> it's yes. just this is this is mad. Oh yeah, that that was another one we need to mention, Very isn't it? Very compressed uh, season, and everything is. I mean, there won't be a week that um, will be calm. Everything will result into yeah. updates and new things that we need to do. Exactly, so but. Um, but we've got, a, we've got a two-week break. You know, there's an international break next game week. So, you know, this is a tight corner, but then we get a bit of a breather where we won't know what to do for two weeks and we'll just be like either crying or happy about the presidential election. Hopefully by now we will know about the presidential election. Um, it's looking pretty good. It's, have you been following it? I am, I am, but I'm, uh, I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm not... Yeah. I've been in yet. quarantine for the past so you can't week now. <laughs> so I've literally been watching CNN on uh yeah, on a on a roll. It's just been it just keeps going. Oh, good. CNN don't stop and neither do I, so it's great. I then might have uh, a chance of beating you in the battles if you're not that focused. <laughs> this is true, this is true. Okay, so <laughs> let's get on to some important things then. Uh most importantly the thing that we missed on a regular basis is the early deadline this week. Guys, go in. If you're listening to this now, go into your teams, do a jiggery, like do a jig around, make sure you've got the people in goal that you want in goal, make sure you've got the people on the field that you want on the field, and make sure, most importantly, that that captain is on that points hauler. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a very it's good a, advice for everyone. Yeah, it's 4 p.m. tomorrow, uh, 4 p.m. today. Uh, as you're hearing it, uh, Friday the 6th of November. So uh, make sure you're there and you've got it sorted. It's probably the most important thing you should do rather than transfers or anything because we all have those weeks that we have made a transfer and then we regret it. Uh, mm -hmm. And sometimes if we have forgotten or if we have left it <laughs> as it is, it proves to be the right choice. But still, you yeah. have to be in control of your team and not let it just be there as exactly. a ghost team. Uh, my friend Dan was messaging me the other day and he was like, I've completely forgotten to edit my team. And I was like, mate, you're above me now. Well done. <laughs> he'd, left Callum, he'd left Callum Wilson as his captain. And Callum Wilson hauled like 18 points last exactly game week. He so he captain. smashed it. Yeah, he just, he just forgot. So he's got a bunch of players that aren't playing, like Dunn from Burnley and players like that. Yeah. And uh, his bench yeah, came in and, and got him points. <laughs> He's he's smashing it, yeah. He's beating wow. me. So we have a new leader in the in the league. Howard indeed. is indeed. now on top with an Those Region points. And yes, not yeah. Only. What about, he had like he's eight, got seven, eight returns. It was crazy. around the board. Vardy. Some yes. some outrageous picks. Uh I'm and, I'm uh, gonna be doing some stats for the next week that we won't have uh mm -hmm. a loss because of international break. So we won't get into that in detail today, mm -hmm. but it was worth mentioning. And congrats, Howard, for being 
indeed number one at the moment yeah keep it coming we're gonna to have to shell out some money to howard which uh you know i was quite looking forward to just giving you 25 quid and you know being being done with it but uh, <laughs> we've got to give money to other people it's like oh christ we can cancel <laughs> the season halfway like <laughs> yeah let's pull it together man pull it together <laughs> um so what you so, have we've got a couple of fairly key uh absentees from this game week and notably danny ings is out uh, he is. He got injured during that four-three win against Aston Villa, and uh, after scoring an absolute wonder goal, um, and yeah, sadly he's going to get knee surgery. I think I announced on the group that he'd already had knee surgery. Oh, there's another correction I need to make. Um, he'd already had knee surgery, but actually he is having knee surgery. I think either today or tomorrow or sometime in the near future. I'm not going to pin anything down because I'm going to get it wrong. Uh, and he will be out for about four to six weeks from now on. So um, let's make sure that we've got a good replacement for Danny Ings. Any ideas who you want to mention Suggest. as a replacement? Um, I mean, the easy way is Jimenez, but his fixtures are going really bad from now on. Yeah. Which not always is the case with him, because he's one mm-hmm. of those players who is very consistent you can mm-hmm. have him score every one or two games. It's and he's fixture proof. So if yeah. someone is doesn't want to make big changes or just want to go sideways, he might be a good a good option. But I would he's probably re- want to earn more by saving some money and going and yeah. downgrading. He is interesting, isn't he? He he has not looked as good in the past three game weeks. I'd say. But yeah, he still returned points and he is still like the fulcrum of that Wolves attack. He is still going to be the person in the centre, the person in the box, the yeah. person who is bombing forwards, you know, when they're counter-attacking. So, I mean, they've got Leicester, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea in the next six games. Yeah. So, you know, just to mention, look from the, so right. he's got eight, I'm starting from game week one, he's got eight, six, zero, two, eight, nine, two. So <laughs> I think that he might blank now and then have two consecutive returns. If, if, if okay, okay. <laughs> so you can, so he, he, you can yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go, yeah. So avoid him for Leicester, but Southampton, he's going to come good. Makes but sense to, to me. To be honest, if, if you don't have DCL, I would probably go there. Um, yeah, true. There are cheaper Wilson. options. Yeah, so for me, Wilson looks like a good a good pick at 6.5. He's the third highest scoring forwards He behind Vardy and Kane. He is on penalties, and you know he's going to take them. Uh, and Newcastle have had a weird amount of penalties as well. Wilson has only, has only had uh, two blanks so far. Yeah, just to mention, exactly. It's quite important. And he's got two but double goals, with two, two double figures, which whew, yeah. that's, exactly. that's also big. So I think he, he is a bit of a knee-jerk from this week because he did smash it this week, but he is also a good... I, I think he looks like a good pick. He looks like he's recovering the form from the good Bournemouth years. And he's um, raising, uh, I mean, he's got 15% now of, uh, in mm-hmm. teams. So his price might be raising. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He had one bit 
uh, this week. Mm-hmm. I'm not that sure. What I would like to say is one stay off uh, from Mope because okay, there yeah. is an incident that is mm-hmm. not very clear what has happened. I think they're kind of trying to keep it quiet. We will know from the interview from the Key News. I think it's today because they're playing to. Uh, yeah, it's Thursday. So unfortunately, be. we don't have it on the pod. But you just check. There, I think there was a quarrel. There was a there was an incident within the team. So he. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not confirmed, but I don't think he even went to training uh, this past week. So I would stay. I would say stay away. If you have it him, was weird. If you don't want to sell him or do anything weird, just keep him on the bench. I don't think he's ava- he's going to be available. No. him, Both him and Matty Ryan to miss the match against Spurs. You, one could say Potter was shifting. One could also say that actually they play in positions where in training they might be facing each other a bit more and they had a big argument or somewhere. Both of them are leaders and fiery people on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. Matty Ryan is probably going to be you know, giving him a bit of a word in his ear if he's not doing something right. And you don't expect more paper to take criticism very well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think there's something happened there, which is why they both went in the team this weekend. So just be aware um, of that. And also, mm-hmm. I would uh, suggest you wait and see, or I don't know, if your instinct says so, just go for, go ahead. But Haller looked terrible against Liverpool. Christ, so I good, don't think that he might be the option for the time that Antonio is missing. He, he was, might even he was change. Such, he was awful. He was, he, was so, he was so bad, but he was such a good player for Eintracht Frankfurt. Yeah, it, like that season game. where they, they got to the semi-finals of the Europa League and they were smashing it in the league. I was really enjoying watching them. And he's just a shadow of that player now. He just doesn't want to, you know, he's just picking up a paycheck. Other moves could be Shea Adams. Shea Adams is expected to be up there with Shane Long uh, in uh, Danny Ings' absence. And actually, they do have some good attacking threat. They have got good numbers in Southampton. And they did score three goals without Danny Ings' involvement. So, you know, maybe How there could be Shane another... Long as well? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I hate that Shane could Long. be a very <laughs> wild guess. That Shane be... Long for me is one of those players that runs all over the pitch and covers every blade of grass and gives his absolute all, but actually technically isn't very good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so one of those players that just don't one, like watching. He's the one who will replace Ings uh, as a person, mm-hmm. as a, you know, as a physically. Uh, so yeah. maybe the team, you know, when it's structured to play in one specific way in favour mm-hmm. of the attacker, then the one that replaces him might be the one who benefits from it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. My, my Adam's point of view is that I'm 50-50. He might mm-hmm. take this opportunity and step up and become briefly the talisman for them. Yeah. Or he might feel alone, you know, without the big impact that... Danny Ings can bring, yeah. So... For me, it's interesting. This is more going to the watch list now, but mm-hmm. still, it's part of the Ings um, question. Watkins would be a very good option for this game week because of the speed against Arsenal. 
and mm-hmm. and the way that uh, I don't think that um, Villa will dominate. They will have a more uh, waiting approach, and Arsenal yeah. is not that good in keeping the ball. They're very good yeah. defensively, but now they will have to create. Exactly, and they don't do a lot other than you know a, a strong low block. That's what they're doing in the minute five at the back, low block. Um, I I don't know. I think Aubameyang could also return in this game as well. So I think it could be a, a good game for Arsenal. And we saw them struggle actually, against Sheffield, which yeah, true feels like it's going to be a similar kind of game. So true. it's not an easy fixture. You would say at the beginning of the season that oh, this is a an easy home game for Arsenal, but I think it's a very tricky one. So why not? Um, the only thing I would mention is if you've in, got. Yeah. If you've got Grealish, I wouldn't yeah, double up on definitely. the Southampton uh, on the Aston Villa forwards. I agree. Again, I wouldn't double up on Southampton. So it's about finding the one that you don't already have a player in that team from. So you know, others to mention might be Bamford, maybe Alexander Mitrovic. No. <laughs> I need, since you mentioned the name, let's go. This is standing ovation. <laughs> he brought two assists. And you know what's the, the irony in this case? That I'm no. still thinking I might hold him for this game week. Oh, man. You were getting rid. It's he was a gone. Disaster. I know, I know. And he's dropped to 5.8, which is... He's got he's, he's got to go. He's got to go either does, this game week but or definitely next. But I have other fires to, to... I mean, yeah, we'll talk about my team in... Okay, yeah, cool. The... Other other notable injuries. So we've mentioned okay Watkins, we yeah Wilson, Watkins, Bamford, Shea Adams, Shane Long, uh, and then potentially Jimenez. You know, and those are the sort of players we're looking for. Um, so good luck with you finding your Ings replacement, Hector, who is the only person with Danny Ings in our. Is it team. only Hector? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so we've been talking all this time about. But it what was worthwhile. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was worthwhile. I hope he listens uh, to it at least. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We we can see. We can monitor yeah. what he's doing. So yeah, the other noticeable absences are Kai Havertz, which is going to change the way the Chelsea team plays because he's been ruled out with coronavirus. So that yes. I mean, he he will be in contention for the next game week because of the two week break, fourteen uh, day quarantine period. But he might not start because of the fact that he might not be training. So and this uh, the other notice the the spot definitely for um, Ziyech. To play, yeah, because yeah. he's so good, and exactly. Mount of no course, is going to be there. Mount's going to be Mount's playing. Going to be playing. So, yeah, Abraham interesting probably, because they True. don't have another attacking. So Werner might go to the left again. Exactly, which is another point we should mention. Uh, Lampard has announced that Werner is happy taking the penalties, and Jorginho is happy to step down from his penalty taking uh, role. He had said. What was the, the quote is, uh, it's not an g- easy decision because Jorginho is pretty faultless. He has missed two recently. Um, and Timo has come in and scored one. So Timo is the taker at the minute. There was another quote that said, Jorginho is happy to... Jorginho just wanted to win games. So he didn't care about taking penalties in that respect. He just wanted to be the person that wins the game. Yeah. Yeah. Just wants to win games. After all those skipping, we will mm-hmm. see normal penalty taking. Regular Timo Werner. Yes. Yeah, so 
that and they tend to uh, win a lot of them yeah they do they do so yeah i'm happy having timo werner in my team and anyone else that has him in should also be happy good makes good. a change doesn't it yes <laughs> finally after uh, six seven game weeks <laughs> Exactly. Currently, James Rodriguez or James Rodriguez is still yellow flagged. So this is one where you just need to keep watching those. Is it the uh, testicle issue again? He's still yellow flagged with this bruising, I think is what it says. Uh, So we just need to to keep your eye on these reports, to keep your eye on whether he's going to be playing. I don't understand... Oh, it says muscle injury oh, on the it's website. Different. It's different. I don't understand Maybe how you can have, have a, a testicle issue, play the next game week, and then not play the game week after that with a testicle yeah. issue. <laughs> it must and be big and throbbing. And we're making fun of it because it's so painful if we don't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they might need to be some movement from people on those. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Diego Jota? Jota, Jota. I'm so against him, but I cannot, <laughs> I cannot understand why I am against. Because he's so good. He, I mean, he's, he scored six in the last four games he played. Mm. Uh, he's on fire. But he for is. some reason, even last year, remember when he got that month uh, of, As a of really striker. scoring a lot for, for in, in yeah. a hat-trick in the Europa League. Then he scored yeah. against Tottenham twice. That he, he had... A lot of goals, and again, I didn't hop on that that wagon. I'm not. I don't like him as a player. So he's one of those cases that I don't urge you not to. But he's not my style. It's like Aubameyang yeah, and like Sterling. These are yeah. these players for me are a no go for FPL because whenever I have them, they blank mm-hmm. and quite disappointingly. So no matter what he does. His price is ridiculous. It's amazing. He's amazing asset. Three. Yes. We mentioned this last week, last podcast. I, I for me think that it's it's a wait and see. I don't want someone. I do like Phil Foden, Phil Foden and Diego Jota. Christ, that was hard. Uh, in my, in 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 theory, because I do like the fact that they are low priced in good teams yeah. that play well and score high high amounts of goals. The the risk of them not playing in my currently flaky team is not something I am enjoying, and it's not something I think I'm going to get in. But actually, he's playing so well, it's going to be hard for Klopp to not play him. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like I Firmino has been playing for the entire like last four or five seasons for Klopp, and has never had this this return. You know, this type of return, and I think that. If you look at Diogo Jota in past seasons, he's always been streaky. Yeah. And it tended to be when Wolves played with two up the front or, you know, things like that. So playing alongside Firmino, I think is also a good position for Diogo Jota. Yeah. So we've just got to hope as an FPL asset that either, if you're jumping on him, hope that it works. If you're not jumping on him, hope that it doesn't work and it all goes to pan and, you know, he yeah. stops scoring immediately. This is, this is one of those cases that I don't want to feel this uh, anxiety of checking on the starting and then when yeah. he comes in having like 20 minutes of uh, you know he's going to do something like very under pressure 
So I'm just he's sort myself of, sane. He is a bit Jermaine Defoe-esque, you know, he's got pace. So when he comes on a, a team at 70 minutes, he will hurt teams. Yeah. You know, he is one of those people that can unlock doors. It's like Wolves is using Traore, trying to use Traore. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of destroyed, yeah. let's be honest, the last six months. But still, yeah. this is this is the mentality of having a player who's going to part, who's going to be an explosion, and mm. in the last twenty minutes where everyone is way more tired, this is this does make a difference, and for Jota yeah. it has already. Agreed, agreed. So I think for me, he would most likely be in some form of a wildcard team because of his price point. It enables you to have make less sacrifices elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and I'd also plan to have another playing fifth midfielder. But the minute the Suma is not a player I want on my team right now. So You know what I was thinking not... in regards to that? If he was a striker, mm-hmm. I would probably think twice and get him. Because Oh no, because there are I so can... many good strikers that play six that play in ninety minutes. At that roughly at that price, being from my bench, coming from my bench. True. But I this, this is the reason. And, and using him as an enabler for a midfielder. Yeah. But I wouldn't give him, because you would have to give him a starting spot, right? You wouldn't yeah, want him. Yeah, true. This, this is my fault. But anyway, we talk about okay. Jota a lot. Cool. Let's go on to the next segment. Do you want to break before the next segment, or do you want to go straight through? Let's go straight through, and then we can break before bam. the team, yeah. our team. Let's go. Bam, bam, bam. So next segment is Watch This Battle. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, we need to so excited. I'm glad you are excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun at least in one part of this game. <laughs> exactly. There's only one part of this game that's going well for me right now, and that is this one that I've created myself and we've created on air with my own rules, and I'm comfortable. It's like being in a nice blanket, you know? <laughs> it makes a difference to the cold, harsh world of FPL. I'm giving it all um, to you to enjoy it thoroughly. So, so go ahead. Individually, Yanis had the highest points scorer of the game week in James Ward-Prowse in the watchlist battle. Um, There were some pretty good scores, uh, but James Ward-Prowse was the top with 17. Uh, So congrats, that was a great choice, man. I definitely didn't think he would score two free kicks in a row and get an assist. (laughs) And by Jesus Christ, he did it. Uh, And well done for you for predicting that. Uh, sadly, your other two players brought in a total of two points between them. That's with, good. Uh, and they both played. <laughs> That's even worse. They both, yeah, they both played and they brought in a point each, which is mad. Um, so, Keen and yeah. uh, Robinson, right? Keen and Callum Robinson, yeah. yeah. Keen okay. conceded and got a yellow card, two I think. and got a yellow card, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Callum Robinson... Uh, played only 37 30, minutes. 36 minutes. Yeah, so Yay. quite West sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mad. They're playing this guy, Grant, I think, as a striker, yes. which I think is Zaylon, isn't a, a guy that they signed recently from Huddersfield. Uh, but either way, I West think Brom. West Brom is completely out of the picture for any conversation yeah. now on. Apart from the the team that they're playing against which true that's when they get important exactly because you can go for the assets of the ones Fulham, <laughs> and we i've got a good stat on that note actually before we get onto my team 
there is a run of game weeks from 10 to 20 where if you own a Liverpool player or a Man City player, you can captain said assets. Uh, so, you know, if you've got Salah and KDB, you can have a run of 10 games where you captain these players against absolute whipping boys. Yeah. And also, you get a run. You get that t- five times in 10 game weeks. Where is this stat? Send it to you. Oh, we've had a quite a lot of chatting between now and then, haven't we? Oh, here we go. So game week 10, Man City Burnley. Not great, but you know, it's a good captainable fixture for Sterling or KDV. Game week 11, Man City Fulham. Again, this is right. yeah. whipping boy territory. Game week 12, Liverpool Fulham, so Salah. Game week 13, Man City West Brom. So you've got KDB Sterling. Game week 14, Man City Southampton. Not quite sure why that's in there, but it, it's about as good as it gets. Um, you expect Man City to get some good results there. Game week 15, Liverpool West Brom. Game week 16, Liverpool Newcastle. Game week 17, Liverpool Southampton. Game week 18, Man City Brighton. Game week 19, Man City Crystal Palace. And game week 20, Man City West Brom. These wow. are all very strong catchable fixtures for this really game week. Good, for yeah. these 10 weeks. So all you need to do for those 10 game weeks is have a Man City and a Liverpool star. And you should be fine for captaincy picks. I agree. And this is the reason that I'm struggling to bring KDB in my team. Mm. But I'm not in a hurry. I can wait for a couple of weeks. So, exactly. yeah, we'll talk about our Game week 10. later. Game week 10 is the one you want. Right. Okay. So I got eight points for Cancelo. Great... Yes. Eight points for Cancelo. He came in, got a clean sheet, got a bonus point. Also got a goal midweek as well. So that was some hot form for him. He is uh, looking really good. Yeah. Uh, I also got 14 points for Hakim Ziyech, who started his first game, got a goal, got an assist, played like an absolute god. That was a joy to watch. And then Callum Wilson got 12. So, my goodness. all in all, yeah, two goals for Callum Wilson. I don't quite know how, but three, three goals players and two I assists in total. Yeah. Wow. Three, three players from my watch list were six points under my 11 that I started for the game week. So, yeah. It says it all, really, doesn't it? I hope you but, are all listening to our watch list players because if you pick wisely, exactly. you get a lot of points. Yeah, you can really be in for it. That being said, last, last week's watch list didn't do well this week. You know, so these might be players that you're bringing in for one game week, but they are also players that are in form so they should be performing well over the next five game weeks we think uh, so like Zaha Bamford both got two this game week Lookman Morpay both got well two and naught respectively Mings oh Mings got a goal so he was yeah. quite a good choice and Gomez did Liverpool concede of course they always do yeah. <laughs> West Ham yes they yeah. did West Ham yeah. and, and exactly. with, by his mistake his, his poor yeah. clearance yeah, indeed. <laughs> okay. So, so, so we that go was, for this that game week. Okay, hit me yep. with... I'll start because you always start and that always... I don't know. No, no, no. Start, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Winners start. Defender. Uh, Hector Bellerin. Ah, uh, against, choice. I, I think against Villa. Yeah. Uh, He's yeah. very attacking. There you go. He was the most attacking player in, in Old Trafford. 
yeah. he got the assist. He's he looks really good. He had a price raise today by one this morning. Yeah, by one from five so five to five point one. Yep. It's mad that he's below Tierney because he has been Arsenal's consistent right back for the past five seasons, however long. And he's, and he's more attacking. Like a... He's more in fr- exactly. up front. And Tierney is more as a, a third centre-half than, than yeah, a wing-back. So, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, Very strange. I like the option, like, like Cancelo, but I don't want to use a player that he used last week. So You can't. The rules say you can't. Not, not even you. Oh, we can't use um, the, a play that I think. I, I think that okay. We can. We can. I. I wouldn't go for him anyway. So we can make okay, that as good. <laughs> I would go for Cresswell. I would go for Cresswell. Okay. West Ham against Fulham. I strongly okay. believe that West Ham will struggle against Fulham. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be as easy as a game as people would think, especially with Antonio being out. Mm-hmm. If he's out, if we confirm that he's out, uh, because now West Ham will be obliged or will be will need to win this game. It's completely yeah. different than all the run that they had so far. So mm-hmm. the way that I find that they will find their way into scoring is from free kicks, from all those dead balls that Cresswell takes. Yeah. So I think he, takes he might get well. assist, um, and he's he's also definitely going to play uh, because mm. I was also thinking of Mazuaku and he's really good crossings. True, but if someone's going to be off for I don't know a four at the back, instead four, of a yes. five at the back. So yeah. Cresswell is definitely staying. So this is why mm-hmm. I'm picking Cresswell. Good idea. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I think that's a good choice. He will stay. He might move to left back. He might not. But either way, he's a definite starter. So, yeah, yeah good choice. Do you want to go with the midfielder? You go ahead. It's okay. under seven, right? 6.9. Uh, midfielder is under eight. Under eight? Oh, 7.8. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was hammers. It was hammers. I, yeah. I never look at this. This range from seven to eight, apart yes. from Grealish and Zaha, is non-existent. Exactly, exactly. Um my player what about mason greenwood no uh my player for for this price bracket is a tough choice between jared bowen and pablo fornals oh and i think i'm gonna go with jared bowen because jared i think hasn't got as many returns and I don't yeah. like going for players that have got returns. And Fornals is great. Like he plays one, he plays really well. But if they go to a, a different, um, you know, team at the back, he could move in position. Whereas Jared Bowen is a nailed-on right winger, and he's exciting to watch. And I really like watching him play. So Jared yeah. Bowen it is. Good, good. I will go for a player who. I'm now certain he will play. He will start, and it's Mason Mount, especially uh-huh. with Havertz being out. And because I was afraid that when Ziyech comes back, Mount is the one to pay the price. Yeah. Uh, but now that Havertz is out, Mount is in. Pulisic is out, yeah. so he's in, and he's got a really nice, very interesting fixture against Sheffield. Uh, I think he's got a lot of chances of 
being either in the score sheet or or assisting. So count him in. I think that's a good, really good choice. I like the idea of Mount. I think he's, I do think he's a good player. Quite a lot of people don't think he's as technically gifted as, you know, the stars that they've got there and they don't see why he's playing when you've got amazing players like this or like that. For me, actually, I do think he's a great, yeah, he's a good player. He's a good young English talent. He's uh, high work rate and, you know, his technical ability is He reminds to me a lot. No, I, I can't say why because he's, you'll, you'll understand, of Joe Cole. He's not the, not the same style of play because he's wearing blue, right? But it, maybe. <laughs> but because of this kind of young English player who ha- we have high expectations of him, he is kind of a playmaker style. Th- this, mm-hmm. These are the, the facts that make him quite similar in my mind. His playing style is completely different. Yeah. But I, I was very fond of Joe Cole, so I'm tending to start to like Mount a bit more because of that. <laughs> okay. I think I think that's fair. I like that that idea. Um forward. Oh, are you going to He's not Yeah, he's not as tricky and as no. flary as Joe no. Cole. That's why I um, said his style is different, which endears me to him more. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Joe Cole you know, he was very flary and much. very fun to watch, but yeah. it wasn't always good with end product. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it was great with end product, especially yeah. against Spurs. Very annoying. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I think you should lead the striker because okay. I don't want to take anyone off you. So, I mentioned earlier, I mentioned earlier that I find that Watkins might have a very good game against Arsenal. And I'm hoping uh, that he doesn't. <laughs> so, because for you have this, but not for my team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I might go for him uh-huh. because it's been some time since I didn't. But the, my only my only problem is, no, I'll have to cancel that because there's a big chance that I might include him in my team. Ooh. So, sorry. My two choices, which would be Bamford and Watkins, I don't know. I'm still... Oh, my God. Oh my God! Are you going to choose Patrick Bamford for your watch list? There is. Have we come this far? Have we no, come this far? No, it's even worse. I might choose him for my team. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> See what lockdown can do to a man. You, I mean, you've only been in it for like one about eleven hours, but this is crazy, man. Are you okay? Are you yes. feeling well? Uh, I think I am. <laughs> I will explain why later. Um, so why, why are we both choosing each other's watch lists from the start of the, the season? You wanted Watkins at the start of the season, and I wanted Bamford at the start of the season. I've got Watkins, and you might have Bamford. Yeah, I don't know. There's something wrong with us. It's it's yeah, surprising the, the fact that we're talking too much about this. <laughs> yeah, we trust uh, each other's opinion too much. So this actually makes my life much harder. Mm-hmm. And shall we? Can we can we make a deal? Because my third choice will have to be Mitrovic. Okay. So, if if you allow that, yeah, I no, I think take, this is fair. I would take Mitrovic in my in my watch list. Okay. If mm-hmm. I sell him to one of the other two. Okay. If not, you can have Watkins in my watch list. 
Okay. Is cool. it a bit too complicated? Yeah, but then if you do go with Watkins, then it's Mitrovic. In my then it's Mitrovic. Yeah. Okay. If, but if, if you don't I, sell if Mitrovic, I, if I sell Mitrovic, I'm going to get one of those soon. Okay. okay. So we ideally Watkins is your first choice yes. in this. Pick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like I'm to happy with that. Overcomplicate things. No, it's just I'm the happy fact with that. that it, this this range of this yeah. price range is really bad in the attackers. I don't like it also, at all. The game week comes so quickly and we've not got a lot of time to make decisions. We're only going to get press conferences tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is fair. Um, okay, mine, as we're, this is forwards under 7.5, just as a reminder, uh, which allows you a little bit of wiggle room. And I'm taking that Abraham. wiggle room and going with Tammy Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I thought of him, and then I thought that he liked him, so I said, just leave it to Rob. Just because I've got Werner, and actually Tammy Abraham, I think, like you said with Mount, is more of a nailed-on starter. I do like sp starters that start centrally. He's got a good fixture. Um, he scored so yesterday. He scored. Exactly. So he's, he's in good form, actually. Yeah. Against Sheffield United, who don't look great. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to have Tammy Abraham in my team, in my watch list, and I think that's the best place for him. Uh, I don't want him long-term, but I do think that this game week is going to be a good one for him. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Cool. So Shall we break and then come back for our, our teams? Yeah, let's break. Let's come back. Great. Excellent. Whoop, whoop. See Ciao. you soon. And we're back. Whoop whoop, we're here and ready to go. Right, so. I've got plenty of dilemmas. Okay. Um, I have so many dilemmas that <laughs> I almost pressed the wildcard button. Oh, man. So things are bad. Things are bad. This is... I don't know why. I think it's a psychological thing. The fact that Howard uh, is now is ahead. ahead made me think that I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> Damn you, Howard. It's, it's really bad. I'm taking it too seriously. But um, yes, I've got this luxury and curse at the same time of having two transfers, which, mm -hmm. why do I say curse? Because it forces me definitely to take one, because then I'll, yeah. I'll miss it. Mm -hmm. And um, so my scenario is, first, I just take one transfer, mm -hmm. and I swap Mitrovic to uh, Watkins or Bamford, de depending mm -hmm. on my feeling, my gut, at 3.59 to, uh, on Friday. Yep. And then I, I roll the second for the next game week, which is quite important, in my opinion, to have an extra transfer. Because we're coming I back agree. after the international break. Mm -hmm. We don't know what might have happened for those two weeks. Mm -hmm. We will have players coming back because mm -hmm. of Antonio, for instance, will be well... Havertz will be back. You don't know what injuries hopefully, might happen. Yeah, hopefully during. these. Exactly. So it might be a good choice to have an extra transfer for next game week. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm thinking that I've been very, very stubborn with my double defense, with my double Liverpool defense. Yeah. So I'm thinking that at some point I have to act on that. And... This week might not be a bad week against City. 
so there are agree, no, too many too many fires to put out. I mean, Jimenez is not a good solution for me anymore. Anymore, he's nope. someone who would have to go and would save me a lot of money because I would downgrade him definitely to a DCL, for instance, who is an amazing pick, and I would save seven, not point mm-hmm. seven. I wouldn't and be surprised if DCL slows lands. down. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like the fixture against Man United. This, this is what I'm saying. I like it a lot. I, I do agree. I think they're great. They've also after that they've got Fulham, Leeds, Burnley, so four good fixtures. And of course, the major factor that is preventing me from doing this reasonable one transfer Mitrovic to Bamford and just saying let it be as it is is mm-hmm. the Chelsea. I have no Chelsea assets. I'm so into Chilwell, and he is going to be the player that I'm going to go to uh, when or if I sell Robertson, because I'm being very mm-hmm. stubborn and holding TAA. I want to hold uh, him for two seasons in a row. <laughs> I think you're right. No, I think you're right to have TAA, because I think the thing is, everyone thinks TAA isn't the person, so his numbers are shortening by the minute. Everyone thinks Robertson is the one, but actually I think they're so much more equal and TAA is is worth the value that he was put at. I just think it was a slow start and it will always be yes. a slow start. Plus, so, yeah. it might, it's funny to mention it that way, it might be a differential as to Robertson because I, as I've heard exactly. in podcasts or anything, Robertson is owned by everyone. TAA Everyone's is selling, not. Everyone, everyone is selling TAA. So I'm thinking yeah. maybe if I have TAA and he gives me a return and a clean sheet at some point suddenly this yeah. is a huge bonus for for me so if i move on to that plan of making transfers i will make an extra <laughs> a hit so it's either okay doing one having one the one the, the scenario uh-huh. i said of mitrovic to bamford probably mm-hmm. or i'm gonna sell robertson to chilwell then Jimenez to DCL, mm-hmm. and this saves me a lot of money to even upgrade. Keep in. Yes, or... maybe keep him because, to be honest, it's not that bad of a fixture against West Ham. He, uh... might, he might get a header at some point. It's not that bad. Yeah, true, true. It's not the worst. He's a, he's a flat track bully as well. You know, he does throw he himself might, around. Yes, so. You might get a penalty. You, you never know. And you could then, see West Ham, who've played so well against so many good teams, will start against a newly promoted team and could lose three or four nil. Just they are that sort of team, yeah, aren't they, West exactly. Ham? Exactly. <laughs> so, in fact, if I do those two transfers, if I make those two transfers, I've got two point three in the bank to take mm-hmm. a hit, and the most reasonable for me would be to replace Trossard to ZH. That's a really nice move. Which kind of brings a very good balance in my team. Yeah. With only one hit, I've got a a good defender, Chilwell, with an attacking return, probable, even a defensive. Mm -hmm. I've got... uh, and So this plan will go with um, McCarthy at goal against Newcastle. I think I prefer him... To Ryan. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. It's Ryan. It's Ryan again against Burnley. 
And, and why do I say that? Because if he doesn't play, mm -hmm. then McCarthy comes in. But if yeah, I get cool. McCarthy and Ryan comes and plays and brings a, a clean sheet, finally, You'll be then I'll be yeah. very annoyed. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's Ryan, TAA, Ailing. I will keep on because I don't know if Palace will be very, will have this. I think that's fair. I think Eiling yeah. is, is a good play, player to have, especially against Crystal Palace. You might get some returns. And uh, Chilwell. Mm -hmm. So those three. And then it's Son, Salah, Ziyech, Podenza. I think, yeah, Ziel, that's fair. Mitrovic good. and Kane. With your band stuck in Kane, of course. I think that sounds like a very good choice. I am also, I feel your pain in terms of wanting to have two transfers for next week. But actually... For you to there make are many those problems, changes, I think, if I, I don't it, do it. Because it's a much better way of working. In the other case, what I would have would be Jimenez against, um, sorry, against Leicester. Not mm -hmm. terrible, but not ideal. Trossard against Burnley. Again, not bad, but Trossard is not returning. He might, no. he might return now if I sell him, though. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, and then yeah. Rob Robertson against Liverpool, which again is not bad. It's this is why I'm I'm so trying to figure out, but that's my problem. It's the problem. It's, you know, it's Schrodinger's box. You, you don't know what's in it until you've opened it, and exactly. you know, maybe when you do open it, you don't want to know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, it's something that you've got to. I think that puts you in a healthier position, not having double Liverpool defence, not having double Wolves attack yeah. is a very, you are healing some, some wounds in that team. And then my next transfer, because I'll have not point three, my next transfer can easily be next week, Mitrovic to someone, to, to, exactly. to a Watkins or a Bamford, which will not both rise more than two, not point two. Yeah. So it is Worst case possible. scenario, Shea Adams. Yes, yeah, true, true. I will have seen how he goes without Ings this week, so I will know roughly if he can handle What's it. Or if, yeah, exactly. I think that's a yeah. I think you're making some good choices. Uh, I would be lucky to have that team. I think that sounds great. So, what about you? Cool. <laughs> you're you're uh, going to say I'm going to roll a transfer? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to roll a transfer. No, okay, so. Depending, it very much depends on the news. Uh, long term, Fernandez is going to be leaving my team, hopefully for Sterling or De Bruyne. So I need to find one million plus one million, one point one million, one point two million from somewhere um, to get the ten point five from Fernandez up to De Bruyne in game week ten. There are several routes to doing that, and. At the minute, it looks like I am going to be taking Rodriguez out. Maybe this game week, maybe next game week, because I I can't have a two Everton players. You know, yeah. I've, I've got Calvert Lewin worst case scenario anyway to cover that, but two Everton players not not great. Yeah. Um, when Rodriguez does get fitness back, is he going to be flying like he was before he got injured? You know, there's lots of question marks around Rodriguez, and I can't have a 7.9 midfielder on my bench every week. I agree. So, I am very tempted to downgrade him to Bowen or Fornals. If I do that this game week, I have to change my watch list, sadly. But I'll change it to the other person, of course. Exactly. Um, 
I'm happy with Watkins. I'm happy with Calvert-Lewin. I'm happy with Timo Werner. So that's the front line I'm happy with. Basuma is a good bench option. Son against West Brom is going to be my captain. Fernandez is going to play against Everton, even though I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get any results. Mane against Man City. Uh, Mitchell is a worry because he's not playing at the minute and I don't think he's going to come back into the team anytime soon. Justin against Wolves is a bit of a worry. Taylor against Brian Albion. My defence isn't looking particularly great. Soufal and Robertson are definitely starting. Whether or not I bench two defenders and play Watkins against Arsenal is, you know, it's a question to be answered. But at the minute, I've got four at the back with Taylor and Justin, Soufal and Robertson. Yeah. Um, Soufal so might be we'll a very see. good choice. Yeah, I'm happy with Soufal. I think Soufal long term good. he's got... And to be honest, with all those problems that, Spurn- that uh, Brighton has, Taylor might finally get either yeah. a clean sheet. They, they deserve at some point to get something. They're not good, Burnley... I admit that, but they're not as bad as they seem. No, Burnley will turn for me as well. I think Brighton are also a very similar team. You know, they're both not getting the amount of points that their players deserving right now. Um, so I think them both playing each other is going to be interesting to see where the points go. Um, I, so I always try and plan my transfers by planning what teams, what the results are going to be. And games like Man City, Liverpool, it's very difficult to predict. Everton, exactly. um, Everton Man United can't really predict. And actually this Brian Hove Albion Burnley, they're very similar teams. So it's very difficult to predict. So yeah. I don't. I want less of those decisions. Effectively, what about captain? So, did Did you mention? Sorry, yeah. Captain's got to be Son for West yeah. Bromwich Albion. Okay. Uh, yeah, since you don't uh, have Kane, it has to be to him. I hope that there's going to be some returns for Son in that game week. Yeah, he plays better away from home. His yeah. if you look at his stats, weirdly, his average stats away from home is something like nineteen points. His average yeah. stats at home are <laughs> something like no five. Okay, I think so. There's are, you, some ridiculous... are you holding him later on? Uh, currently, yes. Currently, he's yeah, he's at nine point two. I'm not that afraid of the next two fixtures, which look bad. Man City. Yeah, exactly. They won't have the four goals each game. Yes, but they still no. don't have them now. Anyway. Exactly. But, yeah. but who says that they won't score against City or against Chelsea? They might, they will they do, lose. They might lose. They might. They might lose yeah. four to two. It's but, but no one says that those two players won't score. So it's kind of a. I understand people yeah. were thinking of selling quickly after this after West Brom. But I would only do it because I would get Man City assets because the run starts to become exactly a, an amazing run of fixtures. Exactly, I think. Yeah, I agree with you, and I think the thing is. If I was to have Son and Kane, I would struggle to keep Kane because of his value. Because I would know that I would move Kane to Aguero at some point in the future when Aguero starts playing. Whereas actually Son at the 9.6 price point is pretty much the only player I want at that price point. There's no one else around Son that I want. There's no one else. So selling him and moving back to him is going to be a very difficult move to make. And... Yeah, Kane. I think it's the opposite for me because for Kane, I bought him from the beginning. He was in my team. So he was uh, 10.5. Yeah. 
and now he's an 11. Yeah, exactly. Which is, it's not something I could, I mean, if I sell him now, it's 10.7. Uh, 10. So I, I have still a not to yeah. uh, benefit from it. But then it would be very difficult to buy him back. So, so I think I'm going to hold probably until the end if nothing goes really wrong yeah. or... No, no big injuries. And yeah. Son, for me, is easy. Or not easy. I still need to fix things. Uh, but I can upgrade him to a KDB. Because he's yeah. 9.5. I need 2 million. It's not that easy. But, yeah. but I might go th that way. For me, it looks like I might be rolling a transfer next game week. Yeah. So I can some in some form ensure that I get this Man City player in because I don't want to sell Fernandez against West Bromwich Albion. Um, so there, you know, there are players that I want to keep in, and yeah, Fernandez is one of them. Yeah. It so might be that Son moves to Rashford. To it's an easy, it's an easy sideway move. This is a very reasonable one. But this is distant future, you know, distant yeah. future. And you never know about fu the future because we were hoping that Pulisic will be in the picture and he's not. Exactly. I mean, there exactly. are many changes. Yeah. What cool. I would like to say, we, we haven't really uh, spoken about it, but we briefly mentioned it. Uh, because of the international break, this show next week can be of the long-term plans or uh, we'll see when we can use the wild cards, what's going to yep. happen with the double game weeks. Uh, and that's the, the correction stats. I wanted to make. Yes. Do you remember in the last podcast, I said the wrong game weeks when we were okay. talking about the wild card. That I said we had an update, and I think I said something like 15 and 16, mm. which is wrong. Yeah. It's actually looking like 17 and 18. Okay. Um. That are this was be the original plan, 18. I think. This was the original idea of when to have those double game weeks. Things might change because of the uh, of the international game of, of the sorry of the um, European competitions. Yeah. If if one they don't look bad though because the teams might look that that they continue. Uh, mm -hmm. All of them, they're doing really well. But we will be always. Sending it uh, talking about updates because of those games as well. Yeah, it says you know, wild carding in game week 15 16 is always going to help you prepare for uh, even if we don't get doubles in exactly, 17, for the next it will help you prepare for double game weeks in 19. So, yeah. so the late first wild card is definitely still go exactly, uh, which is why you should be holding your wild card, Yanis, and not. Uh, yeah, this is it. why I I stopped that crazy idea of wild card. <laughs> Good. So cool. I think I this think is it for today. Uh -huh. We wish you best of luck to all. Yeah, um, apart from Howard, I mean, you can you can have <laughs> a good game week, but a few points less than me would be great. <laughs> okay, and I'm hoping uh, to get a few points more. Than everyone, yeah, so that exactly. I can get a points rank raise. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Mm -hmm. well, and we'll see nice you all day. Yeah, see you all next week. Quarantine, and see you next week Thanks, with mate. our regular um, talk of the game week, and yeah. then the rest as planned. Exactly right. 
Ciao. Stay safe, stay tuned. <laughs> and see you soon. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Uso Radio.